Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. We're in a series here, literally clearing the stage. We're doing some renovations, and uh, we just believe that God's doing more than physical renovations. He's doing spiritual renovations. And so that's what uh, our focus is over these next few weeks is, God, would you clear the stage of our hearts, of our lives? What are those things? Sometimes we can, there's there's obstacles that we build in our hearts to God. There's there's routines that we get into the habit of. We think, oh, okay, God can only work this way, or I have to do these things. And, and God's just beginning to strip away some of those things in our, each of our own hearts, in my heart. And uh, that's our prayer is, God, would you clear the stage of my heart and my life? And so God's beginning to do just kind of spiritual renovation in all of our lives. I've been the pastor here now for nine years. How many believe it? I was just 20 I'm just a little baby when I came, just kidding. And, uh, uh, but uh, I don't know, what was it, 30, I guess, when we came somewhere on there? Not even 30? And uh, so we've been here nine years and seen God do some neat things. And a lot of this has been around renovations, you know, physical renovations, transformational renovations. And I believe God's leading us into that kind of spiritual renovation. And, uh, uh, this is about the last part of the building almost that will be renovated with the sanctuary. And it's just exciting to see what God has done and what he is doing. And we need to create a collage of pictures because I think so many of us have forgotten what it used to look, what things used to be. I remember we stepped up into the bathroom. How many remember having to step up into the bathroom? And I remember I, I used to trip going into the kids' room downstairs and trip into the room. And But uh, God's been faithful and he's helped us to to make some improvements and to make things a little more accessible. Um, but also, we want to be intentional. We're in that phase as a church being intentional with what we do. Because it's it's really easy to just do things because they've always been done that way. And, you know, and uh, so we want to be intentional. Loving people, the life in Christ, that's our focus as a church. And so as leaders, as we plan things, as we... As we think about renovations or projects, we're thinking, okay, how does this help us accomplish our mission? So today, one of the things that we'll get to do, we'll get to split into some teams. We'll have some interaction and some connection. And that's part of our also helping us to accomplish what we've been called to do is uh, connecting with one another, helping each other grow in their walk with Jesus. Mark eleven seventeen, Jesus quotes the prophet Isaiah by saying this. He says, my house will be a called a house of prayer for all nations. He said, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Now, church is a lot of different things. We sing, we read the Bible, we study the Bible, we have groups. And uh, But have you ever thought about church being a place of prayer for all nations? In the time of Jesus, the, the, the church at that time, the, the temple system at that time, they kind of got things out of order, out of priority. And, and the focus of theirs was, was uh, selling things to make money for the sacrifices and, and having isolated things that people couldn't be a part of. And Jesus came out and was like, you guys have twisted this whole thing around. And he started, Jesus got so indignant, it says, that he started turning over tables. Can you imagine Someone coming here just turning tables over and it, whoosh, you know, and all this stuff. And but Jesus, there was something about his this righteousness that was rising up and saying, you know what? 
God's house is supposed to be dedicated to as a place of prayer, a place of encountering God's presence, a place for God's people. And you know, he says, you've made it a den of thieves. And so today we're going to practice being a praying church, praying for the nations. And we're going to do it kind of a creative way, an interactive way uh, today. So he says, my house, it means that dwelling place. Last week we talked about the dwelling place of God, his presence. And how in the Old Testament, God dwelled among his people. And there was this limited access God had or people had with his presence. You know, they had they had that arm's distance and they had the, t the tabernacle situation. And then when Jesus came on the scene, God was with God's people. And God's presence was with God's people. But when Jesus went to the cross and when that, when that veil was torn in the temple, God's presence, and on the day of Pentecost, God's presence came into God's people. And so today we have a, a close union and a fellowship with God's presence. His presence is in us and his presence dwells in us. And so he says, when he says, my house will be called a house of prayer, we are God's house and his presence is in us. Paul says, yet you are the temple of God's spirit in you. So God's presence is in us as, as followers of of Jesus, as as we pray today, as as we repent, as we turn from our sins, as we put our trust and faith in Jesus, God's presence comes and resides and dwells in us. Growing up, it was we would always heard that Jesus comes and lives in your heart, and you know that's true. God's Spirit comes and dwells within us. That's when people get radically saved and transformed. They, they sense something different. Man, my life is different. I, you know, I no longer have those impulses and those things I wanted. I want to please, I want to live to please my Savior and my Lord. So he says, my house, my dwelling place for us as believers, that's us. When we gather corporately, that's us as his church gathering corporately. My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Amen. He says it will be called, it will be known for, it will have a reputation of, it will be about praying for the nations. Many things define us today as a church and as Christians. If you think about different, you know, definitions for us, you know, we're people of love, right? People know the church, your Christians are people, of, they're loving people. They're a people of worship. They're a people of his word. But we should also be known as a people of prayer, people of praying for the nations. The idea of nations is the idea of all the races and nations around the globe. Matthew quotes Isaiah the prophet, and he says this. He says, in Matthew chapter 12, he says, Here is my servant whom I have chosen, the one I love in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him. And he will proclaim justice to the nations. In his name, the nations will put their hope. If we're not careful, our lives personally, and even as a church, we can become busy, become cluttered, and sometimes prayer can be the last thing, you know? But Jesus says, I want my house to be called a house of prayer for all nations. So today, this morning, the next few minutes, we're going to clear the stage of our hearts and of our church for praying for the nations. You can see there's four pieces of paper around the room for all the cardinal directions. So we have north here, we have south there, east, and west. 
okay? And Jess is going to come and get us into four teams, and then we'll have specific instructions for each team. Um, we will get down some chairs, because some people might need some chairs, so I'll, I'll help gather some chairs, and you can uh, maybe find another uh, adult to help me with that. And Jess will get us split in the teams. This is where we're going to use our art that goes. Um, I just, um, when Pastor Josh had asked me about splitting people into teams, Russell and I were brainstorming some creative ways yesterday, and we were talking about Legos and connections. And um, I was driving home last night, and God just really laid on my heart that in order to make connections and in order to do what we're called to do, loving other people, sometimes there's some things in our lives. Now, this might be a little cheesy, so get ready. Um, but <laughs> there are some things that we have to let go, let go in our lives, right? So sometimes when we're praying for other people, loving other people in our church, in our family, in our community, there's some things that we have to let go of in our life. Maybe some insecurities that we have. Maybe we don't like talking to people that um, we don't know well. Maybe there's some people at uh, work or in your family that there are some hard feelings against. Maybe we need to let go of some of those things and ask God to forgive um, some things in our life or some things that they've done against you. Uh, maybe you need to let go of fear and anxiety that you have. Just about a bunch of different things, right? Uh, loving people is messy sometimes. Loving people in our church is messy. Loving people in your family is messy. Loving people in the community is messy. Loving people around the world is its messy. Um, but that's what God's called us to do. So I just encourage you this morning, we're going to split into groups here in a minute, but we're just going to take a minute and prepare our hearts to pray. Uh, prepare our hearts to go out this week and to love the people that God has placed around you. And I just want you to hold your Lego for a minute. And as we pray, I just want you to think about something in your life. Something, maybe it's small, maybe it's something big. Maybe it's something that you can resolve right now in your heart. Maybe it's something that's going to take a little bit of time to resolve. But I want you to start that process today of what do I need to let go of in my life so that I can do what God's calling me to do. What God's calling you to do is to love the people around you and to love people around the world. And that's how uh, the Bible says that people will know that we're Christians because of our love towards others. So let's just take a minute and consider what we need to let go of so that we can love other people well. Dear Jesus, I just thank you for this opportunity that we have to love those around us. We know that it can be hard. We know that it can be messy. We know that it's not easy, God, but you've called us to love each other. And I just ask that you help us to each consider right now an area of our life in which we can improve, an area that we can let go of. Maybe it's fear, anxiety, dear Jesus. We just cast those out in your name. Your name is
If you need more chairs, there, there's some out. Um, if you, you can stand as well, so. All right, the first thing we're going to do, you can see the slide here, the next slide. There we go. Okay, the first thing is ask the Lord to reveal specific things to pray for. I have markers here. So uh, team leaders on the, on the table there, there's four markers. Maybe Dave will grab those and just have them. We'll throw them around. So everyone, so we'll, uh, each team will have a marker, and we have this paper here. If you could just keep the writing on the paper and not on the wall, please. And uh, so uh, the first thing is ask the Lord to reveal specific things to pray for in those regions and write those down on your team's paper. Okay, so we're going to just take a moment just to be kind of silent and just to pray on our own. And if you feel like the Lord's like putting something in your heart, you know, I need to pray for, you know, human trafficking or God's putting this, you know, we need to pray for poverty in this region. Just write that on your on your paper on the wall there, okay? We'll just make a list there and then you'll have time later to pray for those. So just take a few moments and just ask the Lord to give you some wisdom on how to pray. Start writing down, writing down things. of the maps on the windowsills too. If you can't see, you can grab a copy of the maps on the windowsills next to your paper.
All right, one more minute, and we'll move to the next phase. Everyone could grab a map now. There should be a, enough maps on the windowsills so you can see the country names because they're out, they are kind of small. You might have little troubles reading them. So if you grab a map, yeah. Some some of you have a lot of countries. Some of you only have a few. So, uh, but uh, we want to move into the next the next stage here. The the last slide here. The next slide. And number one is pray for each country by name. Okay, so just as a team, it doesn't have to be like, you know, in order, but you could just, you know, as you're led, just pray out, you know, and you could just say something as simple as Jesus be glorified in, and then whatever that country's name is, the example is Portugal up there. So just take a few moments, and as a team, you know, just uh, just, just, just pray specifically for the countries on your maps.
This next thing is just begin to pray for those specific things you've written down. So as the Lord has led you to pray specifically, just pray, begin to pray as a team for those things on your list there. Peace. Spiritual bondage. Human trafficking. Clean water. Poverty. Disease. Revival. Salvation. Lord, we lift up the nations, Jesus. We pray a breakthrough, Lord. We pray a breakthrough, Lord Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Vision, Lord Jesus, send revival to the nations, O Lord. Restore families, O Lord. Bring your healing, Lord Jesus. Your peace, your prosperity, Lord God. Your healing, Lord Jesus, to break every chain. Number three, begin to pray for lost people to come to faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for the lost, the hurting, the spiritually hungry, Lord Jesus. Bring salvation. Bring faith, Lord, to the nations. Light into the darkness. 
the gospel will be proclaimed. People would respond to the good news of Jesus Christ, put their faith in him, trust in him for their salvation. Number four, pray for justice, provision, peace, oh, yeah, there we go. and the end of suffering in those countries. Number four, pray for justice, provision, peace, and the end of suffering in those countries. Lord, we just pray. Pray for freedom, your justice to rule, to reign. Pray for your provision. Pray for your peace. Pray for the end of suffering in the nations, Lord Jesus. Bring wars to an end. Bring corruption to an end, Lord Jesus. Pray for your peace, your presence. Lord God, would you provide for your people? Bring your healing today. Your healing to the nations. We need you, Lord Jesus, healing to the nations. We are your ambassadors, Lord, mighty God, Jesus. And as we end our time, would you just, let's all lift our voices and let's just pray. Jesus, we need you today. We pray for the nations from north to south, to east, to west. Lord, we, as your church, as your house, we, we gather to pray for the nations. Your word says that my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations. So, Lord Jesus, we put that into practice today. Lord, it's not just a scripture we read. It's not just a truth we know. It's an action we, we take by faith, Lord, that we pray for the nations. We intercede for the nations. We stand in the gap for the nations, Lord, from the four corners of the, the earth, Lord, from the north to the south, from the east to the west, Lord, that your spirit, your presence would go forward to, to release freedom to the captives, Lord, to bring the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ of faith and hope in him, Lord Jesus, that would, that would be proclaimed around the world, Lord Jesus, that people would receive you as their Lord and Savior, that you'd bring hope, you'd bring freedom, you'd bring your peace, your presence, Lord Jesus. Lord, that the lost would be found, Lord Jesus. The, the sick would be healed. The hopeless would find hope today. The depressed would find joy today. We pray, Lord, that you'd bring strength. You'd, you'd restore families, restore relationships. Lord, you restore uh, reconciled marriages today all around the world, Lord, that you'd bring your justice. You'd bring your righteousness, Lord. We pray for just each area of this globe, Lord. Jesus, we thank you that we can stand 
in this church in New Cumberland, and we can pray for the nations. We can believe that you're doing great things, powerful things all around this globe. We pray your blessing upon the nations. We pray your blessing upon this church and your people. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.